0: To extreme athletes and monks to discuss happiness, success, and fulfillment. To uncover powerful takeaways that empower you to stay grounded and make passionate living a reality. To access post-podcast discussions, insights, and further resources, visit rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded. So thanks for joining me today. Now, let's get to grinding. Yo, yo, what's up everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you are all having A brilliant, phenomenal, wonderful day so far, week so far, month so far, year so far. It's already March. There's nothing like a monthly reflection, a monthly checkpoint for at least me to realize how fast time moves. Like, ever since I started really sharing these monthly episodes, I've just been feeling time warp altogether, and it's slowing down because it's forcing me to pay attention to everything that's happening with much more exquisite detail. And I'm just so excited to be sharing uh, February's Reflection with you all. Uh, We bring Georgina back, uh, my message muse, the individual who's sort of seen me grow and evolve over the year and the days and the weeks. and, And she's really, really, really beautifully gifted at bringing out some of the biggest lessons that happen as I'm navigating my own life. And I've been learning a lot about myself as I've been releasing these reflection episodes and one of the things i'm realizing more and more is that if you're choosing to live a different life an extraordinary life a life of meaning things are going to get hard like there's no way around it you know like we're all on this human journey we're all going to have trials and tribulations successes and failures highs and lows and i'm realizing at least for me that every single thing i come into contact with i become aware of is actually there to help me step into the highest levels of power within myself and I'm realizing that more and more. It's the same lesson comes coming back in different forms, through different experiences, through different people, through different journeys. And it's one of the things that I'm just realizing is becoming an anchor as I go about my life. Just that one thing that I can lean back on, that one realization, you know what, like my safety net is that the universe is conspiring for my highest and best good. Even if I don't feel like anything's working out, the universe is there to help me get to where I want to be or to help me get to the place that I don't even know I want to be, to help me experience those levels of love, gratitude, and fulfillment that I know is possible for my life. And as long as I'm listening and trusting and leaning in with courage, there's no way I can screw this up. And I just, you know, February was a, very, um, intense month for me. There's a lot of career changes happening. There's a lot of, uh, new moving pieces and parts and people that have entered my life. And I've had to learn how to navigate emotional lows and highs in a way that I never have. And, you know, in this week's episode, we talk about everything, self love. How to make a bigger impact, how to dance with the highs and lows, how to really focus on who you're being in this life versus what you're doing and why that's such an important anchor as we're going about living our lives as lovers, as parents, as bosses, as leaders, as just civilians inside of a wonderful society, as community members, as teachers, as students. I mean, recognizing that who you're being is the ultimate badge of honor. That's the thing that you get to carry with you everywhere you go, no matter who you influence or what you touch. And we touch on so much more. And I really hope that these reflections inspire you. Um, I hope they show you that you have what it takes and, and choosing yourself is never a wrong decision. And I hope you give yourself the permission to be messy in this process of uncovering your greatest gifts, of uncovering your greatest potential. Because if we were all polished and put together all the time, that means we're not trying hard enough. And that's one thing I have to consistently remind myself. In fact, that's one of the biggest lessons that came from February is just the permi- giving myself the permission to be messy inside of this process of life. So anyways, I, I love you guys. Um, you know, this These specific monthly reflections are always just raw, vulnerable. They bring out a lot of me um, and I wouldn't want it any other way. So thank you guys for allowing me to share this journey with you. I get so many messages from you after I release the monthly reflection episodes and I read one, and I get back to every single one of them So if something reaches out to you from the podcast or anything i've said, please send me a dm comment on instagram Reach out. Uh, I want to know what's resonating with you because uh, we're all on this journey together And we're all walking each other home and i'm just grateful that you guys have chosen to walk home with me So anyways, all right, i'm done blabbering. Here is the amazing georgina and myself as we discuss february 2021 Enjoy. Yo yo yo! What's up, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Stay Grounded. Uh, this is starting to be one of my favorite episodes to record of the month or subsequent months, as uh, as we get into March now. It's pretty crazy. We're already in March. Hi, Georgina.
1: Hello, Raj. Excited for this special.
0: Isn't this wild we're already in March
1: yeah, crazy like,
0: let's like feel into that for a second, like we're almost done with a quarter of the year, like that to me is is so wild and it never ceases to amaze me and i am I'm starting to really get into and and as we've been doing these reflections, I'm noticing my reflections are actually getting deeper too, like there's something about doing these reflections just for myself that have one level of 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 clarity and depth and impact but when we get to a place where i can actually share these with other people it forces me to think about like all right how can i communicate these lessons and these insights and these highs and lows in a way that can serve others which inherently comes back and serves me too it's this really beautiful process that i wasn't i wasn't anticipating that but i'm enjoying it now like my i shared a little video of like what my actual notes looked like from this month's reflections and there's like six pages of just like pure richness. And I'm just so excited to dive in and and continue to decode um, life through my lens. And I'm grateful that you're here to help do that, Georgina. So thank you, as always, for just being such a powerful mirror for me in my life. I'm, I'm grateful.
1: Welcome. I think and you've already given us a gem right off the bat here, talking about how the fact that when you actually reflect to share information with other people, like, you're right. This is what happens when you are then crystallizing information to share with other people, you have to make it make more sense. This is why teaching is such a powerful way to to learn things. So anyone who's listening, like being able to reflect on your own life to then share it with other people, it can help you consolidate in your own self too. So it's, it's such a powerful practice.
0: And I think we all go through seasons of life where everybody's going through a different set of challenges at any given point in life. There's health challenges, there's relationship challenges, there's personal sort of like spiritual challenges, there's business challenges, there's career challenges. Like everyone's going through a specific set of challenges. And I think when you can lean into that season of life as like, all right, how can I turn my mess into my message, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't mean that this message has to be your thing that you teach forever, but when you can get into that process of actually leaning into the stuff that's that's challenging you, as like, all right, I'm going to move through this. I'm going to figure out a way to get past this, and then I'm going to memorialize that and teach it to other people. It's almost like you're creating a little rite of passage, like like you're like you're wrapping up a journey. Like it's like a hero's journey specific to the thing that you're facing in your life. And you know, I just I love that. And and for me, like I just. I feel really inspired by the opportunity to share and teach. And that's how I know it's the right thing to do. And I think all of us have that. Like we all have things that we're dealing with right now, especially just in the last 12 months. Like there've been, you know, I think it's it's interesting in about a month, there's going to be about a like a year anniversary from when mm-hmm. my first quarantine happened,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is wild. It is wild. In the last 12 months, really like... A lot has happened. And I think that there's a lot of lessons for everyone to share. And I think it does help you close out what was right. Like, and we we were talking about this earlier, like choosing to let go of things before you have to, like Mm -hmm. there's a beauty in, in closing out a chapter of your life intentionally and, and doing it through the form of teaching. Um, In fact, I can't think of a better way to do it.
1: Yeah. I love it. And it's this piece about we're all in this together. like We're all collaborating on this planet. And so the more we can share the things that we figured out and the things we've learned, it helps everyone because you're going to be able to share something from your perspective that's going to help other people in similar issues to you. And then the whole process of our growth and evolution as a species just accelerates as a result of that.
0: Well, that's impact. Yeah. That's true impact, right? Like a lot of people are thinking about purpose and what am I supposed to do on this planet? What am I supposed to leave behind? You know, there's all of that. And I actually think the greatest impact you can make is live through your pain like conquer the challenge, the demons, the dragons that you had to slay, like take in the effort to go into that and then come back out victorious Mm -hmm. and share with other people who are doing the same so that we can all ascend to higher levels of consciousness, higher levels of love, frequencies that are actually going to heal and bring people together and communities together because perfection isn't what brings communities together. It's, it's, it's the sharing of progress. It's peeling behind the curtain to really show our humanity and I think there's a lot of strength in being able to share your victories and, and doing it with dignity and also embracing your failures and doing that with dignity because dignity at, at the end of the day, like this is your journey and, and we get to have this experience as a collective. And I, I'm, I'm learning to appreciate the lows as much as I am the highs with much more reverence as I'm stepping into 2021 and beyond and and really leaning into my full conscious power as a creator. I think it's all happening for us. Every single thing in life is happening for us, whether we're ready to, to acknowledge that truth or not. Every single thing is happening so that we can step into higher levels of power for ourselves so that we can continue remembering that we are spiritual beings inside of a human body. In the words of, uh, Steve, I think we had him on the podcast a few weeks ago. I've just been really leaning into that—that that whole idea of we're here to do something special, and we're here to help people. Mm-hmm. And our human journeys, the trials, the tribulations, the successes, the failures—everything is here to help us get to that place of absolute power and truth.
1: I have a question for you. So you just mentioned that in your journey right now, you are allowing yourself to really explore the depths as well as the heights. So like the like the low points and inverted commas as well as the high points. I'd love to know what is the motivation behind that and also what does it take to be able to navigate those challenges in the same level of acceptance that we can navigate the, the highs and the, the easier things to move through?
0: So this is one of the biggest lessons that I've really taken from two months now. This is so, and this is more of a year's worth of lessons, but this month, back in February, this one actually clicked through. I actually truly, truly, truly feel like for my life, the more I allow myself to feel, the faster things happen. The more I allow myself to sit inside of the the suck and the anxieties and the more I learn to unravel my mind's propensity to control or my mind's need for control or my fear-driven ego's need for safety and security. Like The more I actually learn to feel the lows as much as I feel the highs, I am literally unraveling anything in my body, in my mind, in my subconscious that is operating from fear and replacing it with love. Because true self-love is is actually giving yourself the permission to look messy. True self-love is actually you giving yourself the permission to not be okay. True self-love is actually you allowing yourself to be seen for what you are in this moment. Whatever that may, it could be strong. It could be, could be quote unquote weak. It could be scared. It could be timid. It could be powerful. Whatever you're feeling in the present moment, like true power, true and true love is true power. Like love is power, right? Like fear is not power. Fear is a very anxious energy that moves us towards things. Like when you have a fear of survival, when you don't know if you're going to be able to get something done, like that can be a very powerful motivator, but that can only take you so far. The other side of feeling is true love. It's self-love. It's a higher vibration of love. And that to me is true power. And I think that's what I've been learning more and more. Like the more I allow myself to feel all of this, the more free I am from the shackles of fear. The more free I am from the shackles of of perceived limitation of of what I think people want me to be, of this need to be on all the time. Like When I allow myself to be Fully present inside of the lows, my natural state of being becomes more aligned with the frequency of love. And when you're operating from love, things happen really fast. Like you're you're not doubting the ease of a situation. You're not doubting your luck as a as a as a being. You're not doubting the synchronicities. You're not doubting the the opportunities that just magically show up for you. You're not doubting hand ups when people want to give them to you, like, because you're operating from love. And I think that that to me has been such a big, big lesson. The more I feel, the more I trust every single thing that shows up in my life. And the more I'm able to discern between the shackles of fear, the voices of fear in my mind that tell me not to do something with the voices of intuition, love, evolution, and consciousness in my heart that are allowing me to see the beauty of what is for what it is, a stepping stone to my highest and best good.
1: What I'm hearing is this journey of allowing yourself to go into the depths and cultivating this deeper and deeper level of self-love while you're there. It's given you access to different parts of you. So access to, to more intuition, more, more inner wisdom. I'd love to know, how do you go about cultivating the self-love that enables you to sit with the difficult things? Because I imagine... Now, when you're in mm-hmm. these low places, maybe the place of failure or whatever it, it may be, whatever these pl- things happen that take you to these low places, take us all to these low places. Often they conjure up these difficult feelings that we find it hard to navigate through. So like worthlessness and anxiety, stress, all these kind of emotions. What are you doing in those, pl- in, in doing these times? How are you leveraging the, the self-love to really move through that powerfully?
0: So one of the things that's, as you're saying, that's coming up for me is like, Another big lesson I had this month, um, in fact, actually, let me just flip through the pages so I could actually read it to you. You have always run from your anxiety, not anymore. Feel the feeling before the story takes over.
1: We'll say that again. So you're feeling the feeling, the feeling before the story takes over.
0: I'm literally reading this out of my reflection. It is literally feel the feeling before the story takes over. Because like the worthiness, the lack of worthiness is the story. But when you can sit with the feeling that's underneath, so like, let's, for me, anxiety's always been like the North star. Like when I feel anxiety, it's never actually about whatever I'm feeling right here. Like there's always a layer underneath it. Like it could be sadness. It could be anger. It could be jealousy. Like when I actually get down to the textured nature underneath anxiety, like there's always a feeling that I'm not allowing myself to feel. And my, your mind protects you. Like that's just what your mind does your mind is 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 one of the most powerful gatekeepers we have, and it's not operating with the best information all the time because the walls, the security codes, the guards that your mind hired were all hired when you were a kid, and so when you're when you're which is where all your stories around a lack of worthiness, your stories around you not being enough, your stories around incompetence, your stories around anything is all created as a child, so for me when I get triggered, and I don't just do this all the time. It's not like I'm like, oh, let me just sit and feel my feels all the time. No, I am I function in life. I go do what I'm doing. When something in life triggers me, whether it's a relationship, a person I'm dating, or it's a, a business, an opportunity, something I've never done before, uncertainty, it could be anything. Any, any type of change usually is what, like something that's out of my comfort zone. When something triggers me, I have found, don't even try to figure out why it's triggering you. Just feel the trigger. Feel it. And for me, journaling has been a big practice. Like when I feel a trigger with something, I'll sit with it and I'll journal. I'll like release. I'll like write all the things that I'm feeling. And sometimes that allows me to break down the story and I just start crying. Like I'll just like, like I'll start writing and then all of a sudden, like as I'm writing it, I'll just, I don't even know why I'll just start crying. Like, it's just, it's like, you're going deeper into it and you're allowing your mind to be crazy frantic because that's really what it is. Think about it like like a frantic little child who's just scared. And like, when you allow, when you, and this is why I think self-love is such an important piece of this. Like you're allowing yourself, your inner child to have this frantic release of panic. And sometimes that does look messy. It's like, it's hard to be seen in public doing that, right? It's a personal process for me. Like I haven't gotten to a place where I, and I'm, this is my next real journey for me is like, like my intention for March and beyond really is like, can I allow myself to be seen messy in the situations that I normally would try to be polished and perfect and perform? Can I allow myself to to express my needs in in relationship? Can I allow myself to be vulnerable in leadership? Can I allow myself to honor myself and see myself fully and give myself the permission to be seen as not the perfectionist, the performer, the guy who has all this stuff figured out? Like, can I actually pull back the curtains and be raw? And and can I allow myself to be seen in that space? Like, that's the next level for me. But in order for me to even get there, I had to be able to see myself in that. I had to give myself the permission to, to be seen by myself. Like Raj, I see you, buddy. I'm going to create the space for you to get off the stage for a little bit and just breathe. And one of my biggest fears in life was always like, Hey, if I'm not performing all the time, then I'm never going to want to perform. Like if I get a break from the performer act, like I'm never going to want to perform. And so, you know, there's this, you know, I'm breaking a lot of ties around the pursuit of perfection, the pursuit of excellence and changing that energy for myself. Because over the years that has been done from a space of, I need to look a certain way or I I want, or or I have to be a certain type of person in order for that person to love me or that person to accept me or that person to reward me, which is how society is driven. Like we're all driven by this external need. And this is just a deeper layer of that. But but yeah, so if for in a, in a nutshell though, feel the feeling before the story takes over or while the story's taking over, just feel it, journal it, get it out, and I think that release is what allows me to anchor into what's true, which is I love myself so much that I'm going to allow myself to feel unworthy, knowing that that's not true. Knowing the truth of the fact that I'm not un, I'm not unworthy, but I'm going to allow myself to feel it because Just because I feel something once does not mean I will feel something forever, right? Like just because you allow yourself to feel the fear of potentially being unworthy does not mean you are going to be stuck in that unworthy feeling forever. No, that's what reminds you of power. Actually, that is power. I'm going to allow myself to feel this knowing full well that it's not true.
1: I guess that's part of the dismantling from the story because I think the story is like almost that self-perpetuating cycle where you have the feeling, you instantly jump to the story, which then reinforces the feeling. But what I'm hearing you say now is if you just feel the feeling and you can separate the feeling from the story, then the feeling is the feeling, then the story, is, the story can dissolve and evaporate. And as you say, then you realize you're not, you're not unworthy. You just felt that way in that moment.
0: We talked about this in January's reflection, but like separating the feeling of love from the expression of love. That's pretty much the expression of love is tied to a story. They didn't give this to me. That's because I'm not good enough. They didn't choose me because I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. I'm not competent. This isn't pretty enough. I wish I was just better. There's the act of the expression, which is where the story is tied, which is what triggers most people. Yeah. Like when I don't receive love from someone that I want to receive love from, when someone in business doesn't choose my deal and they go with someone else's deal, when somebody, when someone rejects me in a sale, when anything happens, when, when an expression is shown that I feel is tied to love, it triggers the story, right? It triggers the idea that, that goes crazy. Like, why didn't they do this? If they love me, they would have done this. If, 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 if they truly wanted this, they would have just paid for it. Like, those are the stories that, we get to separate out. Like the feeling is separate from the act itself. And, and that to me is where true freedom happens. Like true freedom is you learning that the feeling is inside your body. It's an internally generated experience. Like your experience in life is different than the outcomes of anything you do. Your experience is your experience. It's happening internally. And you have full conscious agency over that if you want. Like you can, it's just dismantling the, the stories, the gatekeepers, the guards, the, the security codes in our minds that attach safety to the story, which is external and sort of rewiring safety to be an internal experience. Like when you feel like you have everything within you, when you have no feeling to fear, you are free.
1: So again, you're in choice, to fear, you are free. That's, that's really
0: powerful. When you have no feeling to fear, you are free. You are a conscious creator who isn't bound by the shackles of of perceived limitation. Like We are absolutely limitless. Love is boundless. As a feeling, you can feel as much love as you want to in your body. That requires you dismantling and and unraveling the stories, though.
1: I guess the stories, and um, if you keep allowing those stories to run, you're just perpetuating the past rather than being present with where you're, where the feelings want to take you next. So I, I'm really tapping into this sense of freedom that this process that you've been experiencing and exploring can really open up. Because on the one hand, it's really powerful to be a meaning maker. I know you talk about this a lot: the fact that humans are meaning makers in the lives yeah. but It allow an old meaning to continue to kind of dictate the story and dictate your next steps. You're never really free from the limitations that you had in the past. But now you're saying that by separating the two and feeling the feelings, there's this opportunity to write a new story, to change the coding. And then that shifts the trajectory going forward, which just to me.
0: The only way to actually dismantle the story is to feel the glue that holds it together.
1: And say more about that. That's interesting
0: in order for a memory to exist, there has to be an experience and an emotion strong enough to hold it together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those, are, those are like what your memories are. There was something about the experience that was combined with emotion. So when you can feel, you're actually allowing yourself to not only remember things that you didn't even remember, but you're allowing, you're, you're, you're losing the charge that actually causes a memory or a belief to be something that is running on autopilot in your subconscious. For me, emotions and feelings are the language of the subconscious, right? Like that's the language of your, like the true, like if you think about the millions of data points, your body is bringing in, like it's communicating through your intuition, your feelings, your body is an intricate, incredible source of wisdom. And, and I think our emotions are are speaking to us in every moment. Like if you feel anxious, there's a reason why. It's probably because you have a bad feeling about something that's going to happen. It's probably because you have millions of data points that have suggested that something similar to this has led to bad experiences. And so, if that's running in the background, and if if that's true, fantastic. If that's true, then you have a powerful ally, your mind, on your side, which we can all create. But if it's not true, for whatever reason, because you were a young child and you created this belief about something that people aren't trustworthy or I can't fall in love or I'm never safe in this experience or I have to do this as like, if there's something without your conscious knowledge running in the background, what if, you know, like that's, that's the way that's, I, I, I lean in with curiosity now, right? I think that's the main idea, really like lean in with curiosity and question your mind. Like if your mind is trying to keep you safe, ask Why? If it's telling you not to talk to that person, ask why. If it's telling you that things can't be easy, ask why. If it's telling you, oh, in order for me to be successful, I have to do this, 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 and this, ask why. Like, I am realizing that the more I ask why, the more I start to actually decode what's true, what's truth, which is found in presence. Like, what's true in this moment versus what I am projecting from my own past, from my own experiences, from something that I learned from someone else. And if you want to actually step into your conscious power as a creator, as the most powerful creator you can be on this planet, you have to stop playing by rules that you didn't actually create for yourself. Like the rules that you create for yourself, like one of the biggest rules I'm stepping into for March is that my life is very easy. I'm stepping into that and I'm fully owning it. I manifest things at will. I am super lucky. Everything I put my mind to just happens. Why? Because the universe is conspiring in my favor. I am choosing to put that belief in my mind because I want that to be real. I want to operate from that level of confidence, from that level of flow, from that level of connection to the divine, from that level of trust in in, in the universe having my back. I want to operate from that level of confidence. And so I have consciously chosen to believe that.
1: Can I ask you a question? Question for you, a, of a chicken and egg one. So that belief, wow, wouldn't it, I, that sounds like an amazing belief to have? Because I imagine the way you'd live through that lens would be transformative. And I'm curious to know, can you can you code in that belief without having any evidence, or do you need to have some evidence first to see that life can be easy before you can believe in that code?
0: So I needed evidence. I needed evidence. I. And this is one of the things that really led me to this. Like back in January, I set the intention for something that I really wanted to manifest in my life. And I just felt it. I felt it hard. And I went in into a deep state of feeling. In fact, I was feeling from a state of sadness. You know, I was grieving the end of something that before it actually ended, which we can talk about in, in great detail. But like I was in a very deep feeling state right? where I was saying goodbye to something and I was like. I'm going to say goodbye to this thing and I'm going to invite this next thing in. And about a month later, in a very roundabout way, I ended up getting exactly what I asked for in a way that I couldn't have even dreamed. I couldn't have dreamt the path, how it happened. I couldn't have dreamt up. All I knew is what I wanted and why I wanted it. I let go of the how and the when, but I felt what I, I was so crystal clear in what I wanted, which is, I think that that masculine direction, it's like the, that's the masculine, it's like this, I want this. And the why is the feminine, the feeling. It's like the, you're allowing that, that, and then the combination of that is what creates the, like, whew, okay. And it happened. Did it take a lot of work? Of course. Did it take a lot of me taking action and following my heart? Yes. And it happened. I needed that data point for me to then step to the next level and be like, holy crap, I am pretty powerful. Because then I started looking at my entire journey over the last five years and I'm like, right. Holy shit. How many times have I done that? How many times have I actually said I wanted something and then I like set the intention and then I like just start creating and being and doing things in my life. And it actually comes to me more than once. It's just starting to happen faster now because I'm feeling more and I've gotten better at it like a muscle. I've practiced it. So now I'm finally at a space where I feel confident being able to be like, yeah, I can manifest with these, but you can make that choice at any given moment by just noticing how powerful you are, which I think self-love is such a powerful tool because the more you love yourself, the more you realize how amazing you are. And the more amazing you believe you are, the more you're going to believe that you're a fucking magician, that you've got magic, that you've got the ability to manifest, to create, to consciously actually conjure what you want at will. It may not happen immediately. And you trust that it's going to happen at exactly the right moment because that's how special you are. And you believe that and you feel that. So when you allow yourself to feel and give yourself and when you actually lean into self love, which is that delicious dance of I am enough as I am and I don't need to be seen as perfect. I don't need... I don't need to protect myself because I have everything I need inside of me. There's no feeling I fear because I am perfect as I am. And the other side, which is I can be so much better. There's so much more for my life. I deserve all of this abundance, this magic, this love, this ease, this grace, this flow. When you're dancing in between those two endpoints, it's inevitable that you consciously begin to raise your vibration as a being and actually believe that you are the God you've been looking for that you are that 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 spiritual being, that spiritual, that light that is meant to shine, that is meant to, to provide for others, that is here to experience something special. And I think that's what we're all on this journey for. Like, this is why I think I just lean into self-love so much because when you truly learn to love yourself, you allow yourself the, you just open up your life to so much more possibility.
1: I'm loving this duality that you've been describing with self-love as well. It's the sense of, you're okay where you are. There's, there's perfection in this moment. On the other hand, there's desire for more. This there's, there's dance between the sides of the spectrum that feels very really powerful.
0: And here's the beautiful thing, right? Like when you're operating from that space, this is your experience. You get to choose whether you're on this side of the spectrum or that. Right. You're actually you're being the thermostat in your life. Right. Like you're not being the thermometer. You're being the thermostat. Like. And that's where true power comes. True power comes from recognizing that you're a thermostat. Mm-hmm. You are the thermostat for your life's experience, for your reality that's unfolding. You are the thermostat. So, Like be with what is. Allow, that, allow yourself to set the temperature and then create and manifest and be present to and approach life. And, and I think that that's, that was a big lesson, in fact, for me was recalibrating the truth in every moment. Your mind has this propensity to forget the truth that you are an absolutely powerful human being with the power to change the course of your existence. Your mind wants you to forget that. But when you recalibrate to truth, which is in this moment, there is no saber-toothed tiger trying to kill you. In this moment, there is nothing actually wrong. In this moment, you have your breath. You have everything you need. When you keep returning to that space and you allow yourself to feel the feeling underneath the story that doesn't want you to believe that it's safe to feel what's here. When you, when you truly lean into that, you, you, you start really becoming such a powerful being. Like I, I, I just believe in this a lot and I know it sounds super woo-woo and I know it's, (laughs) I know I'm not really throwing a lot of like data points or science or anything out here to prove any of this is real. This is just my experience. And I want to remind everybody that this is just one human being's experience. But I am finding that these beliefs, these practices, and I'm not saying I'm perfect all the time. Like I forget I, I forget that I have that I'm a powerful human being all the time. And part of the journey is is remembering. I think part of life is forgetting so that you can remember.
1: And I think this is what's so interesting about this conversation around self love is this is almost like a new paradigm is coming where we're being encouraged to remember who we really are. Whereas maybe some of the older paradigm is self-love is like selfish or conceited, but actually what I'm hearing you say is this is where the real power is. The real power is remembering who you are and accepting who you are and then leveraging that magic to create the life that you hit, that you came here to create.
0: Which is going to inevitably like heal the world. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're healing one person or if you're healing yourself. I mean, when you heal yourself, you inherently heal the people around you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I don't think that fear, fear is a useful emotion and it's outdated. Fear that keeps you alive is useful. All the other fears we get to let go of. And I think that that's where, like, you know, for me, I just, my entire life, I always thought if I wasn't, if I didn't have to be successful, I wouldn't. If I didn't have to take care of my family, I wouldn't. If I didn't have to, like, I always had that have to. Like, I have to have some, like, this have to has to exist in order for me to actually be Raj, the Raj that I love, the Raj that is service-oriented, the Raj that does want to help others, the Raj that is very energizing and, and very happy and very, like, like, there was always this belief that, like, if I didn't have to be that, I wouldn't. And I'm learning to unravel that. Like I, I that's what each of these experiences this month is really and last month has really taught me is like when I remove the need, all there's left is me. And that fear of me, if I didn't have this external motivation, would I actually show up? It was absolute bullshit.
1: That doesn't surprise me.
0: Because it's absolute bullshit. It was it was absolute bullshit. Like and it was so mm-hmm. eye-opening for me, like just because I fail once, just because I choose not to perform once, just because I I, ch- I make the choice to slow down, just because it does not mean that it's going to be that forever. It just means that I made that choice. Mm-hmm. That's all it means. And that is true power for me in knowing that I don't have to be anything. I get to be me.
1: Even just hearing you say that, it feels like that's just unleashed this whole new sense of energy in you as well, knowing that.
0: Yeah. I'm optimizing my life for energy. I was actually talking to a friend of mine about this over the month. We're talking about what are our favorite feelings to experience. And for me, my number one favorite feeling on the planet is the feeling of being inspired. I love feeling inspired. Inspired by love, inspired by possibility, inspired by courage, inspired by art inspired by nature. Just when I feel like, wow, like, oh my God, like what a gift inspired by gratitude, inspired by death, inspired. There's a feeling of inspiration that I love. And to me, that is, that's what I'm optimizing my life for. Like I want to feel inspired by humanity. I want to feel inspired by life. And I'm choosing to unravel all of the beliefs that are stopping me from feeling how inspiringly delicious this dance can be. And that to me is, has been my North Star and it continues to be in it. It's, uh, it's leading me down a really interesting path for sure, but one that I'm, I'm grateful for and one that I'm excited about embracing even deeper and fuller as I transition into greater levels of leadership and, and, and creation.
1: What I love about what we've been speaking about is we're talking about what's, in, what's empowered you to grow and evolve over the past past month. Everything we've spoken about so far it's all been about who you've been being, not so much about what you've been doing. It's not like you've ticked off all these activities, although you've done that too. It feels like all this growth is coming from deep dive work into like really discovering who you are at a deeper and deeper level and how that integration of all of you has just unleashed this energy, this, this strength, this resilience, this love is making you a more Whoa. powerful human.
0: Well, I'll, I'll say this, like most people believe, and this is why I think working on yourself is one of the most powerful things that anybody who's interested in having a more vibrant, exciting, fulfilling life mm-hmm. is, is, should be doing. Like this is why I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. I don't think growth happens the way that most people do. I don't like, most people think that if they steadily just put in work over time, that like growth is like a, a linear, like I'm going to grow 10% this year. I'm going to grow 10% this year. And there are certain physical things we can see that do show that, right? Like If you commit to a eating habit, you're going to lose a certain amount of weight. You're going to like, you know, you're going to get better. Like, sure, there's those things. But when you focus on yourself, Mm -hmm. which is the common denominator across every part of your life, sometimes quantum shifts happen when you break through a barrier that's just, that connects everything. Right. Like I have found the biggest breakthroughs in my life not happening in incremental changes the biggest breakthroughs in my life actually happen overnight after years of me chiseling away mm-hmm. at the dam. It's like I'm just continuing to hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, and then all of a sudden I just hit a weak point and now all the water just flows through. And that's how I've found it for me and so I continue to focus and invest a lot of time into personal growth and personal growth not just in the form of mindset, but really focusing on, on the emotional piece, focusing on my spiritual connection, focusing on my body and making sure it's in vibrant health. Like, I think that to me just allows more energy and it allows more alignment and it allows you to actually get things done faster than you normally would be able to. And, um, I think it's important. Like I, and I, this is a whole nother, this is another process for me this month, but like I don't think anybody's doing anyone any good by playing small, by you hiding your magnificence, by you not owning your brilliance. Like you're not doing anyone any good. Like the world wants you to be small. The world wants you to conform. Like you may have family members that get triggered when you try growing, when you start growing too fast. You may have friends that are really like scared that you're changing. Like, you know, all that's part of it. And like your commitment is not to, to, to them. It's to the universe. It's to God. If you believe in God, it's to that higher power that, that wants you to actually step up and be the highest version of yourself. Like that's who you're in service to. And if, you know, like if your path in life is taking you down something that's different from what everyone around you is actually experiencing, like that's because you've been called to have that. You've been given a voice in your heart. That's like, there's something more that's not coming to everybody. It's coming to you. Who are you to deny that incredible perfection that you get to step into? Maybe the reason why you're feeling that is so that you can liberate the people around you from their own mm-hmm. shackles of perceived limitation. Mm-hmm. Maybe you shining is the most powerful thing you can do for the shadows that everyone else is stuck in. Maybe your freedom is an expression of truth that allows everyone else, like it's it's not about you going down into the the pigsty and hanging out there. It's about you stepping out there and showing others, Hey, you don't have to be stuck there if you don't want to be. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what evolution is. Maybe that's what the universe wants for everybody to face your mess, to conquer your mess and then share your message and complete the hero's journey. Right? Like we were talking about the beginning of the episode, like what if that is the truth? that's why I just, I really believe in personal growth, personal development. That's why this podcast continues to be a pillar for me, even though, you know, like it's just, it's growing. And I just, this is why I'm, I'm personally so committed and I'm, this is why I love supporting that journey for others too. Like this is, this is why I think it's, it's just one of the most important parts of life is learning to become your most authentic and vibrant self.
1: Love it. Yeah. And I love that reminder of who we're actually supposed to be serving. That's a really powerful statement thanks for thanks for
0: that. And it's hard cuz you know we we love people right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we want people to not suffer and i think there's a lot of nobility in in devoting our lives to reducing suffering for others
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? i think reducing suffering is a is a subjective concept though right like if you if somebody who isn't you know isn't rich or it's in poverty, but you just keep giving them money. Yes, you're reducing their suffering, right? You're reducing their suffering. Or if you choose to help that human being become the type of human being that can create money on their own to have the confidence in themselves to step up out of the, the trap that they've created or they've been put inside of, if you extend a hand up in that way, instead of actually catering to what they need in that moment, you're doing and even greater service, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's where you actually, self-love, back to self-love, you honoring your journey and your needs. That to me is is what allows others to begin doing the same. That's the greatest gift you can give to loved ones in your life. Mm-hmm. Is showing them that, hey, you get to take care of yourself and you have everything. You have everything you need to do it. And if you don't have, if you don't feel like you do, you have Us, you have me. I'm here to support you on your journey to your highest and best self. And there's nothing more loving than allowing the people you love to experience greater levels of love within themselves. Not love from you. You're not taking love from your cup and pouring into their empty cup. You're loving them in a way that allows them to realize that they have the love they've always been looking for within themselves. And you're showing them how to fill their own cups through your love as a mirror. Because you love yourself so much, because you're honoring your needs, because you're going down that path as, as somebody who wants to experience more joy, more connection, more fulfillment, more grace in your own life, because you feel like you deserve it. And by that virtue, you're actually acknowledging the fact that we all are capable and deserving of so much love in our bodies. And that is our sovereign, like we have the ability to create those feelings at will. Those feelings are not tied to conditions. Conditional love is a fallacy. It's not true love because love by itself is not tied to the expression of love. Love by itself is not tied to the choice. It's, it's, it's tied to, there's a difference between love and devotion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Love is a feeling. Devotion is an act, right. right? So you can be devoted to something, someone, and separate that from the feeling, right? The same thing, like you can make money and you can feel impact. Right? Or you can make an impact and you can feel impactful. Those are separate, inherent choices. And so I'm just, uh, that's been my biggest lesson. Actually, a continued lesson is just really doubling down that giving myself the permission to actually giving myself the power to, to create and do what I was put here to do in my life.
1: So if you had to choose a word that summed up February, what would your word be? Courage. And I'd also love to ask you how you've been staying grounded this month.
0: Ooh, uh, I've been asking for help. How's that felt? Liberating. Um, I've really been allowing myself to, to be seen as, you know, not having it all figured out. And it hasn't been by everyone. I'm working on that one. I think that's my next month really is mm-hmm. allowing myself to you know, ask for help and feel seen by people I normally wouldn't want to look like I don't have it all figured out with. But, you know, I, I have a, an amazing support system. I have my coaches, I have my my friends, my, my family, I have people in my life, my team, my partners. I mean, I just, I've got people in my life that I've been more bold about asking for support from. And um, that to me has been so healing in me reminding myself that I don't have to do this alone. I think that ultra independence is actually a safety mechanism, mm-hmm. right? Like our mind doesn't want to be let down. It doesn't want to, it doesn't want to feel like that's one of the protective mechanisms that I had, right? which was this survivor mindset that like, I have to be the one that does everything myself. And, um, one of the most healing things for me is actually learning to repattern that and learning to feel the stories underneath that. Like, what if I do want to be supported by someone else? Like, what if I do want that? Me trying to be independent is me actually trying to protect myself from the truth that like, oh my God, maybe I'm actually really just terrified of this person, like abandoning me or not being able to show up or thinking I'm too much or, you know, all of it. Like, can I... Can I actually love myself enough to ask for help and be seen as vulnerable doing that and being proven that there are I, I do have people in my life that do love me and 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 they do want me to not just be happy, but they're they're here to support my highest and best growth and they understand that I'm on this journey of I'm on a I'm on a really, you know, personally, like I'm just choosing to go after very big experiences in my life. And I am choosing to push the limits of what I think is possible for myself. And that comes with a lot of fear. Doing that alone is really hard. And I would not be, I could not stay grounded without my tribe, my communities, my my peoples, you, just everybody who just allows me to to know that I am unconditionally loved and supported. Because really, truly, the people that support you and love you, like, the universe is speaking through them. Oh, I love that. Right? Like when you're, when you feel mm-hmm. alone, the universe sends someone in your life to remind you that you're not. The universe will send you a sign, a message, a synchronicity, a person, an experience, an opportunity, a magical moment that just reminds you that you are okay. And I think the more I lean into that and trusting it, I think that's what allows me to just relax and remember that, I'm here, I'm supported, I'm loved. And I get to be very messy on this journey of life. And that to me is what helps me stay grounded. That's what's helped me stay grounded the most in February. And that's what allows me to breathe easy and sleep in March. And I probably continue (laughs) to move forward.
1: I I see your courage in that answer. In the sense of, yeah, breaking down these barriers and feeling, allowing yourself to be supported. Thank you for sharing that. And I just want to thank you again for just sharing what it really takes to cultivate that inner resilience and inner depth to be able to hold the kind of life that you're creating for yourself. Because it's just so powerful to get that insight into the the inner work and the the mindset piece and the spiritual piece that is required. It's not just about the doing stuff, but all this behind the scenes things that sometimes can be difficult to explain because it can be intangible. And it's not not easy to always see the, the growth that it's creating. I feel this is this is the most important work we can be doing to, to really discover who we really are.
0: Yeah, and I'm committed to sharing my journey as authentically as I can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not perfect, guys. I make lots of mistakes. I tumble a lot. People get angry at me for making mistakes. People are upset with me for not showing up. And that's part of the journey. Like, my, my hopes is that these reflections inspire you to be brave to choose yourself, to give yourself the permission to be messy, to be seen, to see yourself fully. Because no one is going to be able to see you the way you crave being seen. Mm -hmm. Like nobody. Mm -hmm. You might think that getting a pat on the back from somebody is going to make you feel good, but really what's going to make you feel good is you giving yourself the permission to see yourself and accept yourself as you are. And then what everyone else gives you is just a bonus. That's the journey that I hope these reflections inspire in you and Georgina, I'm really grateful. Um, I always feel emotional after these monthly reflections with you because I just, I mean, this is really heavy shit for me. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't talk a lot about the specific experiences, the specific people that cause the experiences, the specific opportunities in business and life that cause the experiences because there's just, you know, I, I can't always do that, right? But when we talk about the lessons they they, they hold a lot of emotional intensity for me. and I'm just really grateful that you are somebody who can get to the heart of a lot of it. Like not a lot of people have that incredible ability to really feel into the truth behind the truth, behind the truth, behind the truth, and sink into what really is the the beauty that's being uncovered through these life experiences. And I just wanna thank you for being here and helping me bring out magic in true messy form. But everybody, that is a wrap uh, for this week's episode of Stay Grounded. Um, if this episode resonated with you, if there was something in here that that sparked you, send, send us a message on social media, uh, screenshot the episode and share your biggest takeaway. Just reach out because I want to know what's coming up. But that is a wrap for this week's episode of Stay Grounded. I am your host, Raj. This is your lovely friend, Georgina. And from us, stay grounded. We'll chat real soon. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you found this interview helpful as you create your own ways to live an extraordinary life.